Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of October 7th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. How's it going, man? You know, it's going. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. What about you? What have uh, what have we been up to? I've continued to have a sort of um, action-packed week. So, I, you know, as we kind of talk about sort of all year, it's like, you know, heading into fall gets really busy, and then heading out of, uh, you know... Busy from fall, winter, spring. And sometimes there's like a late spring big game. I think it's going to be like Cyberpunk probably this year. And isn't there something coming out in May too? Um, uh, in May, yeah, there's the Avengers game. We have an article on that. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah, the Avengers game. So like, you know, it's one of those things where um, we, as it gets more busy and more things coming out, we tend to have more and more stuff that we're playing. And plus it's like, you know, starting to get like, less nice out so you don't want to go outside as much um oh no and, uh, it, yeah that's it's not com- true in florida <laughs> it's complete opposite it's it's the best time to go out so that's that's interesting i'll probably still spend it inside playing video games yeah i mean in uh ohio it's starting to get a little uh you know that kind of like fall like really heavy wind stormy um it's relatively nice out when it's sunny but yeah um, it can't really decide if it wants to be blazing hot or right. fall weather. Right. Yeah. So we're in that time right now. And during that time, I have been kind of doing a little bit of sampling like I typically do. Mm-hmm. Um, like I did with the cheese and meat plate last week. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm a little hungry. Um, so I did do uh, Gears 5. I've been continuing on that. Um, I have entered the section that has me... Uh, end the first little open zone segment. So now that I'm a little further in, I understand more of what it's doing, basically. And um, it's like, I don't know, it's, uh, you'll have like an open area zone. So the first area I was in was like the snowy mountain. Uh-huh. Um, and then once you figure out, like, you know, there's, some side quests that you can do that give you bonuses or whatever. Once you finish the snowy mountain open zone, um, you kind of are going to move on to a little bit more structured section. So, um, you know, the, I guess the main crux of the game at this point is like, um, you know, they give you the open area here, check all this shit out. Tell me if it's cool or not. Um, and then it's kind of like, okay, here's where, gears will continue uh in the path that you kind of expect right right um so i'm in that point now um kind of interesting uh i i i like i mean we've talked about gears a lot where it's like it's a very weird series it's it's good it's fun but like I don't know. Like, I would never go out of my way to go play Gears. They, they, they really feel... The game really feels like they don't really know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It feels so, like... Well, they're super... It's, it's interesting because, like... You know, just off the top of their their, their mind. Like, oh, what are we doing here? What, right. Hey, guys, what do you think we should do? And it's like, hey, here's an idea. And they just kick around, like, three ideas. And then whichever one, even if it doesn't fit the mold of everything else that's really went on they, they just kind of go with it and that feels yeah. weird to me yeah um but it is i mean like the, the thing about them is that they're super well made uh-huh. so like you know they're they're optimized for xbox specifically they're 
you know, Microsoft internal. So they have, they always make use of all the new features that any console is capable of or whatever. Um, this is definitely a, it's a huge improvement in controls over like Gears 4, which I think was kind of, you know, shit on a little bit. Yeah. And that's where it, it is really weird. Like, you know, some of the things you might have been doing in the early Gears might have been, you know, a bit better or whatever. You know, like the story might have been a little more corralled and it made more sense and they felt like more connected. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay and everything has obviously, clearly, like... Huge improvements. Huge yeah. improvements, yeah. yeah. So um, it is super interesting in that regard. And it, it's kind of like... It's almost like when you kind of just go check out something that one of your friends is super into. And that, like I said before, this is how I got into it was my, my cousin was a big fan and him and his friends would play it a lot. Um, where it's like, I don't know, it's, it's like a, it's an interesting, like, it's kind of like visiting a foreign country. Like, I'm not really sure what's going on here, but like, it's kind of cool. I guess I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, in that regard, it's, it's definitely, uh. I don't know. It's kind of it's weird to play, but it's you know something I ultimately in the end I, I like it. Um, I find it really interesting what it's doing, and I I've, I'm kind of not into the idea that the developers have said this is a 20 hour like story game because mm-hmm. it's like Gears has been, especially the story of Gears has always been like, I mean Gears Four was literally like six, seven, eight hours. Like it, people were complaining how short it was. Right. So they kind of took that to the extreme in the opposite direction, I think. You think 20 um, was well too long? Yeah. I mean, I'm not at the end, but yeah. um, I'm kind of entering into the, the, I guess, the final act. It's been kind of difficult to find it exactly because there's so much side content to do, which is another weird thing. Um, yeah. But ultimately, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's It's really good for what it is. I it's kind of like uh, you know if you're if you're not really into RPGs, you can still enjoy something like um, Witcher because it's the best in its class. Yeah, like Gears is the best in class of like cover shooters. Huh. So like it's kind of hard to talk too much shit because like it's really good at what I it's mean. Doing. This is this is what it is, right? Like yeah. if you don't like it, it's because you don't like this type of game. Yeah, so. and I mean I think I find it more weird that you find this game interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that is... It's definitely weird. <laughs> it's very out of character. It's it's hard to explain to people. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I get it. Like, there's times where I just want to play, you know, like a certain type of game that's not, like, like my jam, you know? Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know. I, I that's exactly it. what this is. Just kind of like a weird, like, I'm not 100% sure why I'm into this, but this is my one of these that I play, right? So, I don't know. I'm enjoying it, though. Um, other than that, uh, I played uh, Warsaw. Okay. Um, so, that's the new, like, Dark Souls-style, um, I don't know, RP- like, sort of turn-based RPG um, with, like, an overworld plot um, based on the Warsaw Uprising of 1944, I believe, against the... This is, like, as... Um, it's, it's pretty, I mean, like, so somebody I've seen online, people saying, wow, this, this game is like just brutally difficult. Like it's insane how hard this game is. And then people commenting saying, uh, yeah, it was pretty brutally difficult in real life too, considering that they lost. <laughs> so it's, it's like boof. Um, it's, uh, I mean, you all have a run 
end like so mercilessly like i was playing when you're kind of exploring this overworld map mm-hmm. and like when you like you'll get you'll see like an enemy or something it's like okay i'm gonna sneak up on them see what i can do and you get into combat and they have a fucking tank <laughs> and it's like I don't have the ability to deal with this right That's now. That's not like is that not important information? I should have been able to spot for really instance? like or like you know they'll they'll detect you and then you're automatically initiated in a fight sometimes if you can't like really tell tank. what you're dealing with. <laughs> but they have a fucking tank and it's like dog. I don't know about you bitches, but I have a fucking pea shooter. Yeah, I don't know exactly what I'm expected to do against a fucking I have, tank. I have to like sneak up on them and literally piss at them. Right. Um, in hopes to deal corrosive damage. Right, exactly. Like I've just been training. It's it's pretty wild. Code red Mountain Dew. That's that'll do some powerful acid damage, uh, DOT, you know. But yeah, uh real. it's very um it, it's really tough. I don't know like uh Darkest Dungeon was a little too tough for me, so I don't know how far I'll get along with this game. But uh it is really interesting that it's like um I don't know, it's, it's got, like... I, I think some of the overworld elements are better than what was going on in Darkest Dungeon. And it also really gets to me. It, it kind of combines, uh, in my opinion... Um, um, I guess the... Like, this war of mine. Yeah. Um, the art's with pretty like fun. Yeah, the art's really good, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... That's my uh, kind of quick rundown of Warsaw. I definitely could not like review it yet. I just haven't seen enough. But okay. uh, very good. And then uh, the last thing I did, which I did on uh, this past Friday, I guess the 4th. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on the, the night of Friday the 4th, I went to the Crossneak Plus launch party, which is, this is the game that was made by one of the uh, people in my area. It's kind of like a puzzle game. Uh, it came out on PC Switch. Um, is that what it came out on? PC and Switch? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think PC um, and Switch. Yeah, it was something that I helped to, um, you know, I was part of the Kickstarter on that. Um, and uh, it's been getting really good ratings. Oh, it's on Itch.io as well. That's what I was thinking of. Oh. But, uh, yeah, you can pick it up on Steam. Um, it's been, like, getting really good support, really good ratings, like I said. Uh, Nintendo Life shared a article about it like kotaku has an article um it's really cool like it super blew up um so looking at what you're trying to do here you're trying to get a uh a, a row horizontal and a row vertical of the same color so it breaks yeah and it's like um you're moving a whole row or a column at once so the entire yeah. row so it's kind or of a Rube, column like, that you're selecting like is like sliding. Cube. It's very Rubik's cubey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. I mean, there was like a little tournament there um, where like a bunch of people were playing it as like part of a launch. Um, it was super cool. Uh, nice. Yeah. So it's it's a uh, really cool to know that like a local person worked on that and that you know I, it was a part of a successful Kickstarter I was involved in and. Um, I had played the like an early version of the game that he had on itch.io yeah um, like a long time ago and uh, on mobile actually so this may be coming to mobile at some point although I don't want to like make an announcement of that but of course um, it could yeah, super work interesting. On mobile, though I, yeah. I, it would be tough I mean especially when you get to the larger grid numbers um, but yeah super cool um, 
everybody was enjoying it that was playing it. Uh, kind of a big party, a lot of uh, a lot of people I haven't seen in a little while because I haven't really been able to do too much with the game group here in local area. So uh, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, that's one. Yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna. I'll probably go buy it after this, to be honest. Mm. I mean, it's only eight bucks, I think, on the yeah the, on the Switch, on the which Switch. I would I would definitely recommend playing it on the Switch. Although, if you want to be like competitive, I guess you would want to play on Probably Steam, PC probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's really enjoyable on the Switch. I mean, obviously, it has an amazing look. Like visually, it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how uh, the the looks all came through. The music is amazing in it. Um, yeah, I basically I can't speak highly enough of it. It's it's really good. Yeah, yeah, it has good menus too. I do like the yeah, like everything kind of fits together. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it was a you know a couple year process, I guess, of getting it all together, or year and a half, something like that. So mm-hmm. super cool. And I'm I do want to have uh, the creator of this on at some point. But I'm gonna give him some time to do some bug fixing, decompress. I mean, yeah. the stakes really went up when it was like. Okay, Nintendo's accepted that. You when he pitched it to Nintendo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was big. So, it's really cool, and I can't wait to hear more about it and um, kind of explore it a little bit more. Like I said, I played it a little bit already, but um, kind of need to get a, a little bit more into it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, for me, I, not a lot has changed. Just still been playing some sessions, seeing what like all the historical um like milestones that you can do yeah they're all uh they they have a bunch of historical um like challenges that you can do and they all come from different skate videos from the 90s mm-hmm. um so you have to like recreate the part like the trick that someone did at a specific spot in the 90s mm-hmm. um so i've been mainly doing that doing all of the like side stuff that you can uh you know that you can do like all the challenges and stuff like that um but yeah still a lot to explore it's something that you know again you can just pick up play for a few drop come yeah. back to it later if you want um so i've been doing that i'm also uh still progressing through borderlands uh I'm not exactly sure on how far i am i'm not sure how long the game is mm-hmm. i i usually don't look that stuff up if i'm playing the game yeah i usually just play it until i'm done um but yeah the areas the only thing i was talking about it a little yesterday um the pacing feels a bit weird Mm -hmm. um just because the longer you play the bigger the areas get okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. i understand and and it, it would feel good to be able to go to a place and you know be there for an hour or so wrap it up and then go to maybe a bigger place. You know, kind of like a... Like, okay, cool. A different scenery. And I'm not going to be here for, you know, six hours. Yeah. Um, and th- that's the way it's going. It's like the first place we were there um, for maybe an hour or two. And then the next place you were there for like three hours. And the next place, five hours. Mm. And then this next place looks even bigger. That's um, kind of weird. So it's like, damn. I, <laughs> I don't know. The storylines are really fun, though. Um, mm-hmm. like you're meeting some of the people from the corporations, um, like you had oh, previously, cool. but some of the corporations that we haven't talked to, like, uh, Jacobs. Mm-hmm. 
So that's pretty cool. And like, yeah, they have different, like they, they have different relationships with different, like different people. So yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like people that you, you know, um, interesting. So yeah, some neat stuff going on there. Um, and then last but not least, I did jump on and check out uh, season three of Apex Legends. Um, this season introduced uh, a bunch of new stuff, a new character named Crypto that we had already talked about. Um, it introduced uh, a few new things for weapons. Um, of mm. course, new skins, but it also introduced little charms that you can put on weapons. It doesn't do anything, but it's like a little like visual thing. Yeah. Um, and it also introduced a uh, a brand new map, which is really cool. Um, the map is pretty, you know, pretty big. Um, it, it's it's relatively the same as you know the same size, maybe a little bit. No, it's probably the same size mm-hmm. um, as the last map. But there's a lot going on. They have like a, a greener swamp area. They have a frozen area, some city areas, um, even a, like a volcanic area. Mm-hmm. So it's and it's on a different planet. So okay. it's it's pretty cool. Um, I I had some pretty terrible matches uh, <laughs> when I first went in. The first three matches, um, the people uh, launching solo, they uh, all decided to go a random direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so not much you can do. I ended up finally finding a weapon. Like I, I even if you follow one person, it's likely mm-hmm. that the second person is just gonna fucking bail. Yeah, and. So it's always like two on, you know, two on three or whatever. Um, yeah, and we got, like, we got smoked. It was like three mat, three terrible matches in a row. And the yeah, last, stuff. the first match that I went into though, um, I was the champion. Nice. Because the last match that I had played on season two, I, uh, like, I won. Mm-hmm. So and I won by quite a lot, like quite a lot of points. Okay. So it, it was, yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, and then I got in there and didn't find a gun and all my teammates scattered and then I died immediately. Um, yep. so yeah, what are you going to do? But yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty excited to get back into it, checking, uh, you know, seeing what else it has, um, to offer, especially map wise. So I kind of know what to expect otherwise, but I should be able to get the new character here soon. Um, leaving two characters that I don't have right now. One being the new one, the other one being Watson. I haven't had a chance to play her. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've really been up to. Um, yeah. More, like, more so um, kind of stuff outside of gaming that are still gaming-related. As uh, for right. Full Sail University, I'm setting up a, um, a haunted house for their Halloween for their students. Oh, that's um, cool. That's and really cool. it is Silent Hill. Hell yeah. uh, so I'm gonna scare the shit out of people. I'm gonna have that radio playing mm-hmm. uh, from the Silent Hill, from Silent Hills, the one that talks about the like, um, like the murder, the grizzly murder. Yeah, and where it's like really creepy, and it goes to static, and it says "Look behind you" and all that shit. I'm gonna add mm-hmm. that going on. It's gonna be good. That's gonna um, be good. Have you seen the? Uh, this is not something that we're going over, but have you seen all of the additional? Um, like the people that have been going and like looking into the code behind PT and like all the additional stuff that's kind of hidden. Yeah. Of like how, um, I guess from the first time that you do a loop, when you get some kind of like weird shadows, like Lisa's just like built 
like behind built, you at all times. Yep, built permanently behind you. If you pull the She's camera just, like, out, you following can... you. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. insanely good. Yeah, slash horrifying. Yeah. Um, Grim said, "Dress up as Pyramid Head." I'm actually not putting Pyramid Head in the haunted house. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going uh, a more unsettling, creepy vibe. Um, nice. He's he's a straight like shock. You know what I mean? Pyramid head. You yeah. see him, you're like, holy fuck. Yep. That's a big dude. I'm going the other way, um, and that's not what I'm going for. I'm going for right. more of a, um, more of like a shock to the people. So that's right. going to be good, um, and that'll be all over their social media on Halloween. It's on Halloween. Cool. Um, so yeah, that'll be cool. And I might also be working on another project, um, uh, a hybrid animation slash um live action uh mm-hmm. something with one of the instructors at full sale cool so yeah the other things that i'm doing on the side i guess um aside from playing trying to play and get through some of these games before the other ones catch up and beat us to death yeah i know both of us are like you know, we've. I think we both kind of settled into where we're at in life and been like, okay, now we got to start adding shit on. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even before the show, we were talking about other stuff that we, yeah. you know, we should do here in the future, right. which I'm totally on board with. Whatever I can dedicate time to, I'm into it. For sure. That's, that's how I am sort of right now. And I've been actually talking with some other people on Twitter about that kind of thing too. So we'll definitely have to see where it goes. But, uh, Hopefully some, you know, start to get some irons in the fire. See what, uh, right. what additional work we can put on our own plate for no reason. For no no good yeah. reason. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm over here still like, hey, I wonder if I should apply to this job in Poland. And then I apply to a job in Poland. That'd be dope. Yeah. It's in Warsaw, right? I mean. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, I wonder where that's at. One of the suburbs. That'd be all right. Yeah. yeah that'd be cool. That'd be fine. I'm not going to get called back. But I did have a good back and forth with the creative quest designer for yeah the company in question yeah that'd be that'd be so I mean, there's not a lot of game companies in them. in poland so actually there's more than you would think dying light right dying light is in poland yeah, yeah uh but uh, is there main is there is is that Techland? is Techland in poland yeah Techland's entirely polish i think oh wow i didn't know that i thought they were like i thought it was like they had a development team like mainly based out of you know somewhere else i don't, I don't know why i thought they were english i think their biggest studios there you might be thinking of codemasters maybe that's a very similar name and a very similar uh i don't know you're looking to that yeah yeah it's polish huh i'll be damned okay They're so we'll polsko Ah, yes, very interesting, uh, fucking simple name to pronounce. Thanks. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've heard Jesus of that Christ. place. <laughs> Everywhere in, like, English-speaking countries is, like, Lake Town. Uh, fancy place. Like, And then the fucking name titles in, like, other languages are, like, a unique name for that city, so you know exactly what you're talking about, but it doesn't fucking mean anything. Yeah, every four miles in America, there's a place named Buena Vista. So yeah, really. We can't say shit. <laughs> it just means looks nice. But smells like... Horseshit. Typically smells bad, yeah. Yeah. Looks nice. Smells uh, bad. All right. So getting into games releasing. Oh, um, shit. So what we're we looking at October 7th through the 13th. There's a lot. Uh, here. We are. We, we keep talking about it. 
and I don't, it, it probably gets annoying to some extent, but we are now beginning the flood that we talk about all year. And to keep um, up with that real quick, head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games thing. Check all the top news and stuff we talk about here and some more other cool stuff. Chat with us on the daily. We appreciate all of that as well over on Twitter uh, at mammoth games. Inc. So, you know, when we go live and do stuff just like this, something we're not even talking about here uh, during, uh, uh, during the show. Uh, Return of the Obered Inn releases on Switch, PS4, and Xbox One on October 18th. Very nice. That's pretty cool. Uh, so that one's like a freebie. Uh, but let's get into the games releasing. So, starting out on Tuesday, October 8th, we're looking at the release of Concrete Genie on, uh, I guess it is PS4 playable. And then, um, I would say the way to do it is probably PSVR, right? Yeah, yeah, PSVR would be a pretty logical step down the line. This looked really cool. I love the setting. And yeah, it's I really kind like of a, what, uh, what would you it's kind of like a grimy like a grimy port town. A grimy port town in like the late 1800s. <laughs> I guess. Because it's definitely got that like sort of slap together feel, right? Yeah. Um yeah. and you're playing a like a little spray painting asshole kid. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of reminds me almost of like infamous second son. The character does the setting kind of does. Um, and the spray painting kind of does. Oh yeah. the spray painting. Yeah, it really does. So it's probably like, really Hey, that was cool, but we're going to kind of do our own thing on that. So the cool thing about concrete genie is even if you're not like a great artist, or, you know, you're like, oh, I don't have any, like, artistic ability. Um, it kind of lends so you can, you know, do this yourself. Anyone can be a good artist in concrete. Right. It's it's doing a defined, like, it is going to spray paint, like, a big fuzzy bear creature. And then you are just kind of determining how it comes out. Like, you're customizing yeah. it on how you put it there, but it's coming out one way or another, no matter how stupid you are. Yeah, everything's there. Like, hey, how long do you want the tail to be? Right. What kind of tail? What kind of arms do you want on this fuzzy little bitch? Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, but as far as the story and what you're doing, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I don't but, know. It kind of, it almost sort of gives me like a little bit of a vibe of like Papo and Yo. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're kind of like creating little friends that are going to be helping out and doing some cool shit. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah. I'm probably not going to get it day one, but I don't definitely want to get it. Going to take off. I don't think this is going to oh, be no. like a huge game. Sony's going to be like, oh my God, Probably come check this out. Yeah. Um, but it looks like there's some cool stuff to be had here for sure. Um, I think the game's mostly about bullying, right? That's like the whole point of it, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. kid's being bullied and you know he, his outlet for bullying is art. Is, yeah. Is art. yeah. So, so it's cool. It reminds story. me of something that would be that, that you would make inside of Little Big Planet. Mm-hmm. This reminds yeah, it does. me. Yeah, like, it does actually. Or dreams. I should. I wonder say. if this was made in the dreams engine. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. They'd be like, "Surprise! Look what we can do." Yeah, really. Yeah, cool game though. Uh, definitely cool. check out Concrete Genie. Yeah. All right. Um, and this one I did not look into coming from Five of Five okay. Games and Lab Zero. I've got um, some info on this. Cool. Indivisible. Um, so it is a. Well, it's really interesting. Indivisible originally was going to just sort of be like a traditional um, sort of turn-based RPG. 
uh-huh. um, over the couple of years that's been being worked on, it's evolved. So it's it's got platforming segments. It's huh. got sort of um, real-time RPG segments, and it has turn-based combat segments. Um, wow. So there's like a whole lot going on. This is kind of like a, uh, I don't know, it's very anime. Um, it's like you're, you're playing as a, a main character that kind of um, can capture and utilize the abilities of other people that they find. Oh, so it's yeah. kind of almost Pokemon-ish, sort of. Yeah, yeah. You, like, um, assume a persona. Right. So, yeah, it's definitely got some persona um, kind of aesthetics built into it. But, yeah, this but one's coming uh, out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah, it looks super interesting. Um, yeah. Huh. Very strange game. Yeah, I don't, It's hard to describe because it's got so much going on. I mean, we, we look at quite a lot of games. Uh you know, of course, doing the weekly show and then the bi-weekly, um, mm-hmm. which we'll have a little info on, I think, at the end of the games section here. Um, but um, so it, it is it is kind of hard sometimes to get all of those games. Uh, and yeah, this is one that I haven't I haven't seen yet. So that, yeah, that's it's looking it's looking pretty interesting. Dope. Very interesting. Again, um, that's Indivisible coming out uh, PS4, Xbox One and PC. No Switch. Oh, yeah. This would be good on Switch. This would be great on Switch, but I don't know. It, it might just be because it's been in production for so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, we'd have to make the game and we'd do it all over again. Yeah, really. Some of it. It's like, the Switch didn't exist when we started this, so... <laughs> all right. The next one, uh, I think we pre-ordered this 19 years ago, coming from... Uh, is that BitHell? PC and Hell Mac? yeah. Um, is it? Yeah, Mike Biffle. Oh, it is Biffle. I like Biffle. Imagine Hell, being born with that. Cool. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but John Wick Hex. Um, hmm. This one was... Uh, it's coming to PC and Mac. Is That's an exclusive, right? Yeah. That's an exclusive for um, Epic Game Store. Yeah. I don't think yeah, you can yeah. get that anywhere else. Um, I, I think we both pre-ordered this yep. right at the end of... One of these nope. shows was E three. Yeah, it was like Epic was doing some kind of sale or something, so we basically got it for like half off. <laughs> right, right. It looks amazing, obviously. It, yeah, it has um, it, it has some really like streamlined art. Um, mm. so it's not like realistic. It's not um, you know, this mind blowing uh, art style that's like right. cutting edge. Um, but it looks like the mechanics are really good, kind of a, a cover-based... Is it turn-based? I don't know. I mean, I, it's, I, I can't tell. There's, like, turn-based... I think you have abilities that are sort of turn-based. It seems like people are operating in a certain... Like, it seems like there's a set of, like, operations that carry out in a certain order. But right. it's kind of hard to tell what's going on with some of this without some developer commentary or something. I think you're, like, able to pause and preload things. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, yeah, but we haven't, you know, we haven't seen too much about it yet. Um, but they did have a, I think it was like a, like a ten minute demo that they released during E three twenty nineteen, kind of just showing, showing off exactly, you know, like exactly what the game is. Kind of like here's our vertical slice. Um, 
So I'm loading up some of that gameplay now so we can take a look. Yeah, yeah. It does look like you can slow down. Gameplay. Cool. So as you move, the world moves. And yeah. it is. Yeah, it, it's like point-based. Hey, I'm taking this path. This is where I'm going. Um, that's... It, it. It's pretty cool. Um, I, I, I kind of avoided seeing, uh, seeing that specifically. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, if, if you haven't seen it, it's... Um, cost you know it's pretty um you know it's not 25 or yeah it's like 20 it's probably like 20 or 25 um over on the epic game store so definitely go check it out and support cool stuff like this it's it's different you know right so um, kind of a cool unique attempt i guess at something yeah Uh, we'll have to kind of see how it plays out it looks badass like you see sneak up on a guy and it's like what do you want to do do you want to strike push take down parry shoot throw gun and it gives you your percent on what I'm gonna throw a gun, baby. Um, yeah, so it, it does have that like cool. You can dodge the bullet and then you know take cover for a second and like maybe heal yourself or reload and then you know sneak out from the other side and you know surprise them or you know throw your gun at them and then charge the other guy. Mm-hmm. It, it gives you a lot of cool options that you would kind of expect in uh, like you would expect John Wick to do. Right. So successful uh film series i would say um oh hell yeah i just got john wick three i haven't seen it yet oh it's it's good it's good um yeah i need to i need to pick all those up for sure and watch them all again cool uh following that we're looking at the release of trine four uh these motherfuckers just keep going with it frozen bite studios putting out uh trine four the nightmare prince uh, of course, there is also going to be um, a big collecting a collection bundle that is one through four. Um, they are all related. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that you have to have played any of them because you know each one is a self-contained story, but yeah. it's with the same characters. So. Um, Did you ever get into Trine? I've played Trine one most of the way through. Um, it is they're like kind of puzzly platformers with. Uh, you know the three characters and you can actually control several of them at once in yeah, later games yeah. and this one looks like it's doing that a lot so this one um, looks each like one is they add good a fourth at certain things um, I think it just allows four players that can play as any of the three okay. but um, yeah super interesting yeah yeah and you uh, have I, I'm just to not use... super into platformers so yeah you have to use these characters together to yeah. you know be able to make things happen which is kind of cool Right. Um, yeah again not just not for me um, once it yeah once it got too complex i was just like I, i've got to move on i played <laughs> like, a little of one i played a little of two um yeah. and i, I kind of like what it's doing but yeah ultimately just not working for me doggy right right cool um so up next same day uh tuesday october 8th coming to us uh from team 17 on ps4 xbox one switch and pc ukulele and the impossible lair yeah i mean they really it seems like i guess i looked into it it's not as quick as you would think but it seems like they really cranked this one out pretty quick yeah yeah um i I didn't even see this coming to be honest no it was announced earlier this year i guess but it, it came out really quick compared to announcement um, this one yeah. is a lot more. I guess it's been um, it's been uh, compared to Donkey Kong Country. It's like a there That's are cool. 3D platforming segments, but a lot of it's 2D. 
yeah, it's it, it it's really weird to see this kind of game. Um, yeah. In this day, you know, in this day and age. Oh yeah, that's very Donkey Kong Country. Holy shit! Yep. yep. That one segment. Yeah. 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 So that's crazy. So you cool. play? Um, I, I didn't really play the first one. You play as a, a Banjo Kazooie style chameleon yep. and wombat. Yeah, chameleon and a, like a little bat or something. Yeah, something yeah. that can fly, but it can't fly enough to carry you. So one right, cool it element like it has. Right. One cool element is that um, I, Laylee is the bat. Uh, when you get hit, you typically only have two health, right? When you get hit once, uh, Laylee like starts flapping around, like in distress. And you have Fuck to try him to, dying. You have yeah. to try to catch him to get him back. If you don't get him back, you lose some of your move set. That's crazy. Which is very cool. Yeah, that's a very cool, uh, yeah. very cool thing to do. So, so it's uh, kind of yeah, like I'm... becoming Mini Mario, but with a little bit more uh, damage to you, I guess, because you actually lose some more capability. Yeah, I popped open a IGN seven minute gameplay thing. He has like a Yoshi tongue, the chameleon. Yep. Um, and yeah, we're looking at like kind of like an isometric three um, D area. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Um, the guy who's playing has no idea what he's doing, so that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go ahead and. <laughs> but yeah, um, you can pick up the ukulele on uh, again October eighth. All right, um, so up next, um, a game that I think we both questioned. Uh, we're like, why yep. is it named that? Uh, yep. But it is coming from Codemasters, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, Grid, um, because they have no idea how numbers work. Right. They could have even used Roman numerals. We would have been okay with Grid. That. <laughs> Grid IV. Yeah. <laughs> Grid of... I'd play Grid of. God. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, this is the game from Codemasters. Um, you know, typical kind of... I mean, this is not like a racing game where it's like, ooh, I'm going to choose the, you know, BMW X3 or whatever the fuck. Like, this is very much like these are specifically built racing cars. Yeah. Um, you're on racing tracks. Uh, I guess there is some, like, street racing that happens but it's primarily on track it's yeah it's like circuit street race though right um right. I, I'm, I'm very interested like i'm very confused on mm. why on why they named it grid like i almost have to know now yeah. you know what i mean um why would i guess is it a reboot <laughs> you know that eye-catching story of the grid games you have no idea um nope that didn't work uh so (laughs) good luck with that moving right along (laughs) uh the final game on our list here a little bit smaller project uh coming to switch and pc also on friday the 11th killer queen black there Um, was some chatter about this one so killer queen was like a really well-known like what is it like a multiplayer like arcade game that only existed in arcade cabinets like you had to play it physically um so is that like big arcade events yes also a queen song um so it's kind of reminds me of uh what's the game joust on nes where you're like flying around on like ostriches and you're trying to poke each other yeah yeah it's kind of like that 
There was a, a narwhal game that was kind of like Joust as well. Hell yeah, I like that. That was cool. Yeah, let's bring Killer Narwhal back. Yeah, but, he had um, a long ass horn, just trying to spear. Yeah, the but other this narwhal. this okay. game has some more uh, strategy going on because you kind of have these other like units that are sort of running around doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's a little bit deeper strategy, more players. Um, I think it's eight players. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so, like, different people are playing different units that are doing different things, and then there's, like, these dueling units running around. <laughs> so, so I, I, I have no idea about this, right? It's very, it's it seems like it just has way too much going on. So, I mean, I, I've heard of the game, people like it, uh, but they're like, there are three ways to victory. Military, by killing. Economic, mm-hmm. by collecting whatever the fuck these little berries are. And putting eggs them or berries or whatever, yeah. And then there's a snail victory. What is a Hell snail yeah. victory? It's when the snail wins. So everyone loses, but the snail wins? I need Hell to know yeah. more about the snail victory. Team snail. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag, hashtag it. Team snail. You know <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Damn. So that's what's coming out for this week. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games that are notable. That's pretty good. Grim says grid is related to the grid starting line in a, a lot of races. You battle for the grid position. No, no. It, yep. But why did they not call it like grid two or three or four? This is not the newest grid is what yeah. we're saying. It's, yeah. Um, so why would they go that direction? Yeah. It's weird. Especially because there's already been a grid released with the title grid by them. Yeah. And there's also, I think, a grid two. And uh, I don't think there was a grid three. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing we can think is like a a reboot. Um, So, cool. We'll go ahead and move right along to looking at some of the news. Um, We have a little bit. There's some weird stuff that's going on, for sure. Yeah. A little bit of a slower news week, so we're going to get a little bit into the weeds here on some of these. But Yeah, so the first one is uh, Sean Layden leading Sony. Um, yeah. Which was crazy surprising, by the way. Yeah, it was out of, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Um, Sony, like, you know, Sony Studios um, pretty much came out and said, hey, sorry to announce that this dude's leaving uh, effective pretty fucking immediately, so bye. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was with great emotion that we announced that Worldwide Studios chairman Sean Layden will be departing um, Sony uh, International, or what is that, Sony International Entertainment? Is that what that is? S-I-E? Mm. Um, his visionary leadership will be greatly missed. We wish him success in future endeavors, and our great. Uh, we are deeply grateful for his years of service. Thanks for everything, Sean. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. And he's been he's been with um. What did we look up since like the late eighties? Yeah, he's yeah. been with Sony and with various Sony. positions. Yeah, there's um, some good comments in here. Uh, I don't know if you've oh on the Twitter through them. Yeah, a lot of peers. This is the part where we replace him with someone named Doug Neocortex. Because That's of Doug, Doug Bowser. Yeah. Um, may I recommend a worthy replacement? Someone says Kevin Butler, VP of Epic Footage. Yeah, that was because funny. Kevin Butler was probably the best thing Sony's put out in like 10 years. But that uh, guy... May, I found a good one. Yeah. Th- like, this guy, I think he went on, he was like, no, I'm going to go do this other thing. Sony's like, you can't, that's a contract breach. He's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to be an actual VP somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't work out for him, and I think he ended up leaving, and he was doing shitty commercials. 
Which he was already doing shitty commercials for Sony. So. Um, Fork Parker, the fake CEO of Devolver Digital, just said, hire me. Oh, God. That's cool. Um, so there was some fun stuff to come out of this. Uh, there was, um, like, it was Corey Barlog. We were talking about the, um, like, the big dick over at, uh, was yep. it Sony Santa Monica? Is that what that? Yeah, yeah the guys who make God of yeah, War. Yeah. He's the, like, the visionary behind the new God of War. Yeah. Um, he put up a, a poll on who should get it. Um, it was uh, Kratos, um, the chick from Ghostwire that just left. What's her name? Umi Nakamura? Akumi Nakamura, yeah. Yeah, Akumi Nakamura. Legend. Uh, who was the other one greg miller was one of them yeah the other ones were like uh the goose from the goose the game. goose from goose game that's what it was the goose from Inti- uh, untitled goose game yeah. and akumi won uh, she won that poll greg miller greg miller because he i'm not voting for him he knows what he did man greg miller well, was like great and yet another job taken yeah he's like oh, i was so close that would have been that would have been crazy if they were like, oh, no, we're really in talks with Greg Miller. And then Greg's like, well, it's been fun, kind of funny. <laughs> Damn. He just shuts the shit off. Holy that. shit. There's a picture of uh, of the three. So it's Sean Layden, um, Phil Spencer, and Reggie on stage announcing that they're working together. And it just shows the other two, uh, like, dematerializing into Ash as fucking... Uh, uh, the uh, Xbox head is uh, Phil Spencer is just standing there smiling. Yeah, it's brutal. I was looking for that. I'm looking through. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Good God. One. Poor bastards. He's like, well, I'm still here. I wonder what that's going to do for leading up to next gen. Damn. That's crazy, right? Yeah. And there was a second article here that you pulled in because you thought it was really interesting. Is extremely speculative. Yep. Because it comes from GameDaily.biz. Yeah. But, basically says, hey, we think this is probably, like, some political shit. Um, Yeah, like some internal political bullshit. Yeah, it's like, his role is kind of weird because they're unifying their studio leadership across the world. And it's like, well, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where, like, if you do your job well, then your job goes away. (laughs) You know what I mean? But right. I mean, if you don't do your job well, they don't need you. So it's like, it's, you know, kind of fucked if you do fucked if you don't in this case. So it'll be interesting to kind of see where... where yeah, where, where this goes, out. if it opens yeah. up, if they just kind of absorb that role. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting. All right. Article. So continuing with some Sony news. Um, there were, aside from that, there were three... I don't want to say big, but three things that kind of... Um, yeah, three notable. Yeah, three notable things that were happening Sony-wide. Um, and one of the things was the update to PlayStation Now. Um, the update to PlayStation Now, uh, they dropped the subs- uh, subscription price to $9.99, um, adding some bigger games like the new God of War, uh, Grand Theft Auto V, and more, even like Uncharted 4 Thieves End, um, to the title... Uh, available for a limited time. Um, so we do know it, that um, these games will be available from October 1st to January 2nd, 2020. 
um, which is kind of interesting. Um, I wonder why. It, I don't know. It seems weird that they're like here. Here's this, especially for something like God of War, right? Or not God of War, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is something that people can play forever. Um, so it's it's very that that one's very weird. But I think they're looking at it from a story side. Um, mm-hmm. That time is enough time for you to beat God of War, Grand Theft Auto, Infamous Second Son, and Uncharted. That's enough time for you to platinum. Uh, okay. Infamous in there too, for sure. Yeah, I, I platinum that on. It was one and a quarter playthrough. Um, so it's definitely doable. Uh, but yeah, nine ninety nine monthly, um, and then of course up to uh, fifty nine ninety nine. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Uh, I mean, they're dropping this price. It was ninety nine dollars yearly, dropping it to sixty bucks. It was twenty bucks a month, dropping to ten bucks a month. That's definitely a smart move. Um, I don't know. I, I like. I guess I still don't one hundred percent understand how it works so like you're buying access to be able to stream the games that are already available right yes yes so instead of going out and buying god of war you can spend 10 bucks and possibly beat it within that month's time you know what i mean well my i guess my main beef is um you're streaming it from a central server so you don't download it onto your system i'm not sure i think you do download it Okay, I'm I'm definitely unclear on that. Yeah, I think you do have to download it, but I, I'm not sure. Because um, I've heard, I've, I mean, never, the main, I've never used it. Yeah, the main complaint I've heard about PlayStation Now is that it is the the bandwidth's just not there, so it kind of runs like shit. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I know PlayStation oh. Now was like obviously they were in this game way earlier. PlayStation Now is the first and only console game subscription service that uses cloud technology to deliver uh, blah, blah, blah um, through streaming and downloading. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it, I guess it's a combination. Um, you're streaming. I, just don't, I don't understand downloading why. Downloading a portion to stream the rest. You know, maybe. Microsoft did basically the same thing with uh, Game Pass, and that took off, whereas... Why this hasn't taken off? Why this hasn't, exactly. I would say why this hasn't taken off is because uh, Sony's fucking up. Um, (laughs) Clearly. The the, the problem is, like, look at the the newest game on this list of four games that they're hoping everyone freaks out about is God of War. Yeah. Okay. That game was... I don't want to say it's old news... Mm-hmm. But if you're a big Sony fan and you own a PlayStation 4, it's likely you've already played God of War. Right. That's 100% correct. So, why is that a big title? I, mean, I understand that it should be a big title, mm-hmm. but Sony First Party, to keep up, needs to already be on here. Yeah. If yeah, Xbox yeah. is giving theirs out day one, son, mm-hmm. for 10 bucks. And yep. you can get up in that and play yep. that game and a bunch of other games and a bunch of backlog games. Sony might have more games on their um, on their subscription service, mm-hmm. but it's like that doesn't some mean of you those have games, more interest. Yeah, quanti- yeah, you know, quality over quantity is what is happening, right. and that's why they're not seeing success. 
like Death Stranding. Be like, hey, Death Stranding's coming to this. If they would have done that, can you imagine the upswing people would have got yeah, for something 100%. like something like that? Or like, and and it will cause a problem. I wonder if they're trying not to cause that problem of like, okay, so who, like, you can pick up Outer Worlds on PS4. But mm-hmm. I wonder what would have happened if they would have been like, hey, Outer Worlds, are you interested in being on PlayStation now, day one? That is an interesting question. Yeah, because I wonder what kind of breach that would have had from Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So I, that's where Sony is failing to win this, is they're not giving people what they want. They're giving things that people might not have played before yet. Right. Infamous Second Son was supposed to be a launch title, man. Yeah. Why is that a big <laughs> game on here? Yeah, that's a good question. It's 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 all weird decisions, and that's why like outside of maybe doing a uh, like the seven day or whatever free trial that they might offer to check it out, mm-hmm. I, I, like there's no reason for me to buy into this yet. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. It, so <laughs> yeah, I just think they've kind of missed the ball, sort of. Like it's just they're a little late to the game. They're not. Well, they're early to the game, but they're late to pricing because certainly it wasn't worth that before. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, um, it, and then how, they're also, they? <laughs> it's also late to like the demands of people. Like again, like you said, Xbox is giving out. Um, so not only the Games Pass, but with games with gold, right? So you can have the Game Pass and also the you know online subscription that also additionally comes with even more free games. Right. That is the same price uh, that's that was 15 mm-hmm. for per month to have both plus you're getting brand new games the day they come out so right so like, how are you, how do you think you're competing here <laughs> yeah the obvious step is bundle this with playstation plus right and charge 15 bucks a month exactly yeah if you so think we'll, you have the better yeah. quality Charge twenty bucks a month and then find yeah, out your that dick you, where need your ass to, is. you need to drop it down. Yeah, put put your tits where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. So very weird. Um, yeah. I don't see how this helps them at all. But I guess it is a step in the right direction because they're like, okay, you know, we need to drop that down. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it is looking at it as like an American-based company versus a Japanese-based company. That's definitely true. Americans are definitely more like seat of their pants. Let's do this. Where Japanese, I feel like, are more like they have to be very careful with these precise. restructure deals. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. Definitely not up to it yet, but cool we'll stuff to see. in the right direction. Yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. For sure. Um, up next, this one was kind of weird, um, but it involves crossplay. For the PlayStation 4, which it just silently squeaked out of Mm. beta. Um, So, uh, what this kind of means is there was that fight for a while. uh, Where Sony's like, no, we're not playing ball. Xbox and Nintendo teamed up. Hey, we're playing ball together. Uh, If you want to play, it's here. It's only going to be good for the people. And then, of course, this goes back to... I, I don't know. I don't know if Nintendo brought this up. I feel like this is more of an Xbox thing. Xbox was like, hey, you see the swing and shift. And Nintendo's mm-hmm. always kind of been, 
a, especially more recently, they've been a for the player kind of company. Mm-hmm. So they're like, this is good for the player. Let's do this. Where Sony's like, well, we're in the lead. We're making more money than you guys. Why would we right. want to do that? Yeah. And they kind of finally broke that. Um, came out and started playing ball in beta. Whatever the fuck that means. Basically what that means is you got to bring it to us and we'll tell you if it's going to be able to be cross-play or not. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a kind of like spec, like people could say hey i want my shit on whatever and then they would say okay we'll take that under advisement yeah yeah and of yeah. course some of the bigger games got it you know fortnite rocket league um it looks like uh dauntless as well mm-hmm. yep. which is kind of cool um well this was all during this beta so out of beta means this should be available for literally anyone that is developing a game for PlayStation, Xbox, That's what I would understand it as, yeah. Right. Um, so I, I, do th- I do understand the fear behind mm. doing this because it is, um, you know, it can be kind of problematic. And I do like the way Fortnite tackles it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be problematic for some of these games because someone with a mouse and keyboard has a different set of abilities than mm-hmm. someone with a controller. Right. Um, it, it's just not the same, and that's why it's good to keep those separated. Fortnite does tackle it in a unique way, where um, if you have someone with a uh, Switch playing Fortnite with you, you uh, now have the ability to add in other people who are playing with PS4 and people with Switch, but it still excludes Xbox players mm-hmm. until someone with an Xbox joins your party. That's interesting. So it, it kind of almost like segregates them like funnels them you're in this line so Mm -hmm. this is the people you're playing with um until it opens up and then you're still in a separate thing you're not just playing with people who have ps4 you're playing with only people who have this system this system and this system you know on the team so it's pretty cool i really like the way fortnite tackles that but i don't think everyone's going to tackle it that way Mm -hmm. um so it can be problematic for the future but um interesting you know, we do see that, you know, uh, Call of Duty, they're coming up, Modern Warfare, um, is very interested in that. Um, as well, uh, it looks like player, uh, it looks like um, PUBG, mm-hmm. you know, they're of course going to go forward with that. And we'll see what the future has to hold for that. That's kind of, it, it, it's a good idea. I like it in, in general. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of including it's only good for everyone, but it has to be done with some sort of. I can see problems in the future. We will run an article that says, like, oh, the PC guys are quicker to the draw, and they're just kicking the shit out of the people with controllers. Right. Um, I, I can see that going down. Or, hey, I'm playing with Xbox players, but this dude is using a, you know, the keyboard and mouse input on the Xbox to whip my ass. Right, right. Yeah. Which, I, I guess that could already be done. Uh, we don't need anything fancy. Yeah, that's that. been happening already. Yeah. yeah, you can already plug all that shit in. Um, cool. And then the last piece, um, it was something we kind of talked about last week a little bit, and then we, um, but it was you know a, a little bit different. Remote play has always kind of been a thing, um, mm-hmm. and Sony's uh, is no different. You can actually hook your DualShock Four up to most of your Apple devices, including uh, your phone, uh, iPads, your uh, TV. As well, it's coming to uh, Max Catalina launching in October. Um, mm. 
so you can just hook your controller straight up to it. I tested it with, I haven't tested it with my DualShock yet, um, but it's all a recognition base, uh, based on a new software update for the mm-hmm. Apple devices. Um, and then from there, you can, of course, have your uh, PS4 remote play app, and then you're supposed to be able to uh, launch your PlayStation to start playing as long as you're on a Wi-Fi connection almost anywhere else using your phone or your tablet as right. your screen. Um, so it's a pretty cool uh, little piece, actually. When I'm done here, I'm going to check and see about, like, how much like new a new iPad is because I really want to check all this out. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of cool stuff going on in Apple right now, and I I say that as someone who has a powerful disdain for all Apple products. Like, it, for me, it's. I mean, they're it, still doing cool shit. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's like I, I've had you know I've I I had Android, then I went to Apple, and I was like, well, it's just kind of easier to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. like I don't have to worry about like compatibility loss of version numbers, or compatibility or yeah. yeah. And I did like, of course, like widgets and fun stuff yep. like that. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do. Um, but I think actually the nail in the coffin, which mm. is kind of funny, um, was um, the introduction of True Skate and Skater. It was only on yeah. iOS, and I was like, well, those are the two that I want to play. Mm-hmm. And I've I, ever since I downloaded them, I, they've never been off my device. Actually, if I were to get a new device and then like re you know like not even reinstall, but like just transfer my data over, it would still be there, and it would have been there since like twenty like fourteen or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, and it's doing some it's doing you know some pretty cool stuff with that. So I imagine it will be coming to Android and other devices here soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a pretty cool way to, you know, like if you don't have a switch, like I know like Grim, he doesn't have, he doesn't have a switch, but if he still, well, still had a PS4, shit, he doesn't have one of those right now either. Um, damn, but he could have took his controller with him if he had, uh, an Apple phone and then at work on lunch, just pop that thing open and start playing um, and I've been doing that with Steam. It just boots up my computer. Awesome. I can control my computer from work. And then, you know, that half an hour lunch or whatever, if I'm not going to eat or whatever, you know, sit there and do some dailies on session. Or um, I was even looking into Kingdom Come Deliverance, so that was funny you brought that up today. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, some pretty cool stuff there. And... Uh, I recommend people checking it out if you um, have some experiences that you want to share. Feel free to hit us up over on Twitter, uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. We'd like to hear about it, as I'm definitely going to be tackling that um, throughout this week, checking it out. Cool. Cool. All right. So um, I guess this is my, uh, of course, yearly uh, DLC news. Oh, boy. Um, We're looking at, uh, I guess... As of September 30th, so this is a little old, but uh, right. um, the release of the uh, Punisher, Blade, Morbius, and Moon Knight uh, character packs for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Um, the Black Order. Yes, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, uh, Curse of the Vampire DLC expansion. The first DLC expansion, if you got the uh, 
you know, the, the full um, expansion pass or whatever they called it. Um, and then additionally on that day, they also uh, set a precedent where they're going to want to release additional skins and stuff for free at the same time that they do the uh, paid DLC expansions just to kind of keep the fan base interested, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they've released the free costume update, which included Captain America Super Soldier, Black Panther Thrice Blessed Armor, uh, Iron Man Extremis Armor, and Thor Ultimate. Yeah, yeah, that's... The Black Panther armor looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the others. I don't really like the... I don't really like most of them. Thor's mm-hmm. armor is pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's like a minimalist Thor, you know, traditional it's Kind of getting Thor closer armor. to what we saw in the movies, basically. Um, but yeah, it looks like there's some other stuff. Once you beat the gauntlet, you, of course, unlock the survival version of the mode where you can see how long you can last. Um, yeah. in global leaderboards i mean there's you know there's a, still a ton to this game it's cool that they're um continuing to work through all that dlc expansion stuff that they had thus far they've already released colossus and cyclops mm-hmm. um i think that's right so uh yeah i plan on getting back i would like to see i would really like to see some story-based stuff um mm-hmm. for this game to so, you know just some more story-based stuff yeah, I agree. It would be really cool. It would have been really cool to get Blade trying to hunt down Morbius or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a little a little pocket story, basically, that yeah. you can launch separately. Yeah, that would have been nice. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of stories to be had here, and it is weird that they're just looking like, hey, let's add characters, and you can play them in the gauntlet mode. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of uh, legalities yeah, I don't know. That's, that probably is definitely something to deal with. I, we always hear that about licensing is tough with uh, the legal side. Right. All right, and then this was the... the Fun one. Fucking stinky cheese of the day that we were looking through, and you're like, there's something to, there's something that's happening, and we just don't know what it is. And then you're like, yeah. there it is. That's there we the go. one. Found it. Um, so uh, <clears throat> EA uh, leaks about the 1600 FIFA player... Uh, info. Um, this one comes from Gamasutra, uh, who constantly, I love Gamasutra, they just constantly deliver this, you know, good and bad. Uh, I, I keep, I see myself turning to them more, so definitely go check yeah, out yeah. their site. Um, but they uh, leaked, uh, EA leaked about 16, uh, 1600 players who registered for the upcoming FIFA 20 Jesus Global Christ. Series esports tournament. <laughs> Um, uh, of course, it was raised when uh, several competitors revealed that they were seeing personal information, um, including email address, IDs, birthdays, um, when they were signing up to compete um, from people who were already signed up. In response, EA uh, immediately took down the registration page, claiming that they were aware of potential issues. <laughs> Uh, it ain't a potential, I can tell you that shit. <laughs> um, so, uh, they sent out a statement saying at approximately 1pm UK time, um, we learned that uh, players who were trying to register were seeing information from other players who had already signed up on the registration page. Yikes. We immediately took action by shutting down the, the site. It was only up, uh, it looks like maybe a half an hour. But That's still, long enough. 1600 to come through in a half an hour. We were mm-hmm. able uh, to root cause um, the issue and implement a fix. Uh, to be clear, the information was pro- to be clear, the information was protected. Um, 
Yeah, but I don't know how that's protected when sixteen hundred players had their information leaked. Uh, but we're confident that the players will not be seeing the same issue going forward. Jesus Christ, we hope not. How yeah, much? How difficult is it to say, "Hey, please don't leak our information. We're giving you some Jesus. pretty sensitive information that we don't want people to know." What the fuck? It's a fucking nightmare. I know. What the hell is happening right now? Um, they said that they determined approximately 1,600 players were uh, potentially affected by the issue and that they're taking steps to contact those competitors with more details and to protect or to protect their account. Uh, players' privacy and security are of utmost importance to us, and we are deep, or we deeply apologize to our players who encountered this issue today. It's like, we didn't encounter this issue. You created this issue for us later today. What the yeah. fuck are you saying? We encountered it. I mean, it wasn't like a bug that, like, for a game. You just leaked our information online. It's it's so weird to see these companies that like, again, this is another thing where like because of legal reasons they refuse to take responsibility. That's like, okay, we fucked up. Here's how we did it, so people in the future know, you know, why, like, how to avoid this. Instead, yeah. it's like, huh, I'll- that's weird. It turns out that this thing we created <laughs> and 100% control the code of. Has some kind of weird thing in it, huh? Must be hackers. Anyways, bye. All right, Jeff, you pick up the rug, and I'll I'll control the broom. I'll sweep it right up under there, and yeah. no one will know. And that rug is pretty full at this point. It's a it has like a full body. Rug. Yeah, it like barely the corners are just touching down. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a blanket at this point, just just sitting on top. Yeah, well, it's it's of like a size. giant pile of fucking shit. Yeah. Good God. Um, and again, I got into that, that that topic with somebody. Like, someone says, well, why don't we speak with our wallets? Right? Mm-hmm. It's, and it's I hard. do I do agree with that. Yeah. But I don't want to give EA money, but I do want to support Bioware. You know what I right. mean? Right. And, and I want to really support like, Respawn. But... This is the same problem that we see throughout, I guess, um, you know, the entire industry that's like, Okay, there's artists on here. Again, we've even we've said this a lot about Bioware because, you know, I'm a like hardcore Bioware nerd. So yeah. like, you know, I know a lot of people that are in lower level like I follow a lot of Bioware employees that do not have a check mark on Twitter, right? Right. Like right. just basically regular people that have had a couple jobs and they ended up at their dream place and it's uh, you know, I don't know how it's working out, right? Sure. Where it's like <clears throat> Excuse me. Um it's just tough to say like it's you can't like blame like you know bioware has its own internal problems that aren't ea's fault but all the problems at bioware are because of ea right yeah so it's hold, on, tough. hold on i'm checking out their careers page real quick ea or bioware bioware bioware's got some stuff up let's, right let's see what let's see what they got um mm-hmm. shader artists that'd be pretty fun uh of course uh what? qa tester open yeah shader artists that's, a, that's pretty fun is it okay? Yeah. It's just doing recolors and seeing what'll sell, right? Uh, it, it, well, it kind of delves into the realm of VFX. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, creating different, like, you know, you can do different. Like, I imagine that it's a, a blend of things that you're using uh, Photoshop, Substance, and Houdini to, mm-hmm. you know, create some cool stuff in the world. Um, they want character shaders, often for uh, skins, eyes, hair, armor, weapons. 
um, environments that include for you know scatter mesh vegetation water decals architecture props yeah it, you're basically a texture artist um, and that, that's pretty cool um, and then they uh, also want you to know some cool stuff in Houdini which I imagine would be like how particles affect the characters mm -hmm. or environment um, god damn every, every time though three years experience yeah 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 well how's that working out that's that kind of shit's tough to get it really is um it is really odd that every, all these studios for some reason think that they can like i don't know they're there we need a really we need to improve onboarding yeah um, there's I, just no like there really does not exist in the industry right now a like something like an apprenticeship Oh yeah, right. you can be an intern in which you have to go live in LA on minimum wage, which is not physically possible. Or Poland, or which Poland. Is what I applied for. <laughs> the the, 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 the uh, international stuff is hard because you have to get all of your like paperwork work, and work paperwork visa. figured out. Like that's tough. Oh yeah, it's just there's so many layers of like weird shit to deal with. Yeah, I mentioned to a few yeah. people. They're like, "Oh, that'd be amazing." I was like, "It is like you literally have a better chance of getting this snowball in hell." It's oh, not yeah. even a snowball's yeah, 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 chance yeah. in hell. It's less than that. It's less than that. Because they're like, oh. like I, And that was my question uh, I, I sent on Twitter. Um, I was like, cool, I applied. Uh, but I hope being stateside doesn't kind of screw me out of that. And he's like, no, if you're really good, we'll talk. And it's like, okay. <laughs> but how do I get to be really good? Like, like <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, I mean, that, you have to be really good you have right. to have like the only way that they're pulling someone over is if you've worked literally doing that job for the mm -hmm. past like six years and this is for an internship right this right. isn't even for a full-time position this is a contract that has a chance of working out for you this should be yeah. you should be looking at schools for this you know what i mean you should be looking mm -hmm. at art station for people who are like have the title like like artist or whatever looking for uh looking for opportunity you know what i mean yeah. this shouldn't go to people like the people who have two three years experience should automatically be removed from the running of this internship yep it's fucking ridiculous and you know that it's not going to be someone with a with a high uh, you know a higher degree somebody with plus years of experience and whatever is going to get that it's crazy yeah. to me yeah, there really should be some sort of, and I don't know. I don't know if uh, like unionizing would really help that. Mm -hmm. I would. I would like to say yes. Well, that part, I, I that's a um, like the union would be able to advocate for getting lower level positions in or whatever. But that's one right. of the things that it's not necessarily directly related. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. It could be. I, I, I can't think of a good comparison i guess but it's like asking uh you know can the bus drivers union make roads better i mean i guess right. in a way they can but not really yeah they can drive safer but what about potholes exactly like um they can they can like go on strike to get potholes fixed but they're not actually fixing it they're just is that making know, trying to it, enforce it to get fixed yeah is that making it better because now you're slowing down everyone else's day correct <laughs> like, so yeah it's it's kind of tough they could probably do something though right so I I don't know it's kind of damned if you do damn like I feel yep. like the main way to go about it is exactly what um, 
you know, your, you know, like our local friend did with um, Crossing, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna look around. I'm gonna do this myself, and I'm gonna see what I can get done. Yep, that's what you got to do. And I guess that's experience. He gets to write all that in as experience. So if he applies anywhere else, be like, oh yeah, check out the game I made it released on Switch. Exactly. Yeah, Smart. Yeah, that's huge. Yep. Um, cool. And we have one more article for today now that we're done with our little mini rant on what's going on in the game industry. Uh, sure. Brought to you by uh, Gama Sutra. <laughs> I feel like that should be a standard thing we do. Uh, Can I get like a fucking ad revenue or something here? Uh, let me look. I'm going to have to contact some people. Thanks. Game career guys. <laughs> That's not it. Uh, um, but our last article um, brings us back to Marvel again. Um, showing off uh, the newest character for Marvel's Avengers. Uh, that game that's coming out we talked about uh, mm-hmm. in May from Square Enix. Um, Ms. Marvel is Hell yeah. uh, slapping her way in there. And I say slapping because she can get big ass hands. And I feel like she'd hit pretty hard. Big ass um, So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting that they've picked her. Mm-hmm. over anything anyone else that they could have picked well um, it's kind of funny it seems like uh the marvel games have kind of been leaning on her so i wonder if she's about to get a bigger role comics in, like, upcoming comics and stuff comics are leaning on her as well mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. weird um but she's a cool character if you don't know she's kind of a cross between um like captain like marvel a- and mr fantastic right that's what i was gonna say yeah um she's super stretchy and can like it, her her power set originally was flight and super strength, and for some mm. reason it's like all of a sudden she has like Mister Fantastic. So I think there's like a reimagining um, mm. of the character. They even uh, back in the day she was the very Caucasian woman that Rogue stole her powers from, and now she's not a Caucasian woman that Rogue stole her powers from. Yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, definitely a re like reimagining of her character mm. um it's been a very successful one very yeah uh another it seems like she that, is the one that is kind of uniting the avengers to begin with yeah and she's like the catalyst that's like what the fuck yeah. are you guys fighting about yeah that's that's part of her I'm like a young character, kid now yeah. yeah i'm a young kid stuck in this stupid world that was fucked up by you guys yep why are you not fixing it it's like cool cap died Next, like, there's people out there that can get big fucking hands like this, mm-hmm. you know? Like what? Like these. <laughs> like these big-ass hands. My hands look like this because her hands look like hands. this. And it shows crushed hands and then her big-ass hands. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, I wanted to see what happened kind of closer to the end of this trailer. I wanted to see, because I know that we're getting, um, you know, Cap and all of the main characters. Um, but as well, we're also supposed to be getting uh, Hank Pym, you know, um, what would be, Giant Man, technically? Big ass boy. So that's something. And now her. And the question is, like, I guess it is because they um, are looking what can fit, you know, this role. Uh, for this game and I think that's the qu- a lot of people are asking why didn't they pick Hawkeye why didn't mm-hmm. they pick um, Scarlet Witch or one of these other 
very like prolific Avengers that have been through you know with the team for a long time, and it's like because they don't fit the role. Yeah, they need someone that can be you know like if you don't know what's happening. Um. There was an explosion. It fucked everything up. Cap died. I think a lot of other, a ton of other people died, of course. Um, and now they're trying to live in this like almost post-apocalyptic version of Earth. And she works because it's like okay, she was born into this world, kind of like Ellie from Last of Us. Yeah. Where Joel knows the world before Ellie doesn't know the world before she was born right. into this. And I feel like. Um, uh, Carmela Khan or you know, Ms. Marvel's the same way. Mm-hmm. So, pretty interesting. We'll see how that develops. They have some time again coming out in May uh, to you know show off other things that could be happening. This game was kind of launched immediately to some controversy because um, people, people look didn't different, like sound different, and it's like this isn't the movie. You know that, right? This isn't. It's not this doesn't the same pick up property, where it left off. Right. Um, it's a it's a different type of license, I guess. And yeah, it's like there's very there's a lot of different stories within the Marvel universe, and this is one of them, and the movie is one of them, and those are even different from the original versions of those stories. So, mm-hmm. you know, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that pretty much wraps up everything. Um, we uh you know that we had for this week um the plan was this week um to uh go directly from this into our witcher 3 gameplay or our witcher 3 um story mode um and if you haven't checked out story mode you can check out uh the witcher and then the witcher 2 we're leading up we were this week leading up to the witcher 3 and then we found out that we have to um completely rewrite this uh because yeah. of how broken the story was online yeah, we just—it's really weird that you would think for one of the bigger games to like ever release right. that there would be like good story breakdowns, but that it's at least it's not search engine optimized. I can't find somewhere where somebody has a good description of just like the course of the game, so I'm gonna have to sort of write it all out based on my uh, kind of guidebook that I have here. And, and what we tend to do is to get these pieces, okay, this, 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 and this happened, kind of as bullet points of this is where we know um, this happened so we can talk about that experience, mm. you know? Um, and that's not even possible for this because of how just broken up it is. So um, yeah, we're going to have to rewrite that. We won't be bringing it to you this week, but I think we'll bring it to you right. next week. Um, right. And then possibly we'll have the next episode maybe the week after. Uh, you know, of course, schedule permitting. So instead of doing a week on, a week off, um, you're going to get two weeks off from it, and then you'll get two weeks maybe of um, the bi-weekly show, just to catch up. Um, So uh, we will, uh, you know, bring you guys that uh, next week. So, you know, prepare for those two shows. Um, And as always, um, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, um, for the podcast go ahead uh, leave us a review let us know what you think you can also follow us on facebook facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc checking out all that top news and video game stuff chat with us on the daily it's fun and worth it we promise um, as well follow us on twitter at mammoth games inc so you know when we go live post a bunch of other stuff over there like this one was really funny uh sean murray writing uh 
procedural naming was a mistake as someone found a bundle of hairy nuts. Mm. Um, and it says mm. the sample was found buried along with a hastily scrawled note. The language is long dead, but the panic in the writing is clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the best thing that I've ever saw come out of uh, No Man's Sky. So good the stuff. The final report from Bofa D's Nuts. Bofa, yeah, his name was Bofa. And here's this bundle of hairy nuts. Finally. And it's a picture of a jar with little orbs in it. Which is probably the worst <laughs> I don't like thing. that. <laughs> I do not like that. Oh, man. Uh, we need to figure out that writing. Uh, the language may be dead, but our knowledge isn't. We need to figure out what that note <laughs> the, says. The language is dead, but the heartfelt meaning lives on. Oh, God. So get out your there. Find your bundle of hairy nuts is what we're getting at. Um, uh, basically, video games are all about just finding your bundle of hairy nuts and clutching them tight. Approximately 247 years old. Mm-hmm. It sells for a lot of units. Dang. That's a good good. Price I wouldn't sell it. I would keep it forever. Nuts. Yeah, I would keep it as well. It would just be like, well, you have that bundle of hairy nuts. What are you ever going to use that for? It's like, shut your fucking mouth. Don't worry that's about it. That's what that's being used for. Um, it's holding down the fort when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah that's all we got for this week thanks for hanging out guys anyone who happened to stop by Graham, as always um hopefully we'll be bring, be bringing you some sort of review or update on some of the games that he's been playing here in the future uh but of course for Graham, uh for myself night swarm and filter cord thank you guys for hanging out and we will see you next week <laughs>